Welcome one, welcome all. Welcome to the Bricks in the Wall. I am your host, Juan, aka Truth in Media. I have here with me your co-host, Andrew, aka Neo the One Looking Ass. We're coming to you live from the past in a secluded garage somewhere in Texas, trying to empower you, the individual, with a metaphorical sledgehammer to break down that allegorical wall that has been built to keep you from the truth. In today's episode, we're going to give you the tools to arm yourself with the knowledge you need to tread without fear. Now stay tuned for a message from our sponsor. Have you ever tried meditating? It's the latest craze. A secret technology lost for thousands of years has now re-emerged. Better. Stronger. Faster. Users claim to reach high levels of peace and relaxation. Some even claim to be able to exit their physical bodies and traverse into the astral plane. It's fun. It's easy. And it's free. All you have to do is find a quiet place and pay attention. Try it today. How y'all doing, folks? I hope y'all like that intro. It was something that I was working on with today. And it's actually something I want to start off this show with. But first of all, I want to, int- I want to bring in my co-host, Andrew. What's up, Andrew? What's going on, guys? What's going on? We're coming at you here from cyberspace, actually somewhere in Texas. But um, I wanted to talk about this. Okay, so I did this podcast on this new Mac computer I bought. And um, I actually dove in. I said, fuck it, I'm going to buy it and really go and dive into this podcast making thing. And um, I actually got the motivation from this podcast that I listened to that I was actually a guest on that you should go check out. It's Deplorable Nation. And Janet's an awesome host. She had me on and just talk about um, history and how I got into seeking truth and all this type of stuff. So I want to play with you all this little excerpt from a podcast that gave me the motivation to like really go uh, dive dive head first into this podcasting making thing. So, without any further ado, this is a Deplorable Nation. This is episode uh, don't worry about what eighty-seven. About so here's here the, we go. I have some great, interesting tools that have really helped me out along the way to this specific topic. So, um, I'm always recommended books. Uh, the, they say it better than I do. But um, there's a book called The War of Art, and it's by uh, Stephen Pressfield. He's normally a fiction writer, but he wrote this badass book about uh, the striking out of the Matrix. Is how I'll put it. He puts it striking out into a creative endeavor, being a musician, a writer, a podcaster, um, getting, I'd say, unplugging from the Matrix. We know what I mean when I say that. And his thing is that he brings these up about the people that can, are combative against you, uh, some, I mean, even your family, um, all the obstacles in your way whenever you conspire and you make a choice to, let's say, leave your job and go be a painter or leave your job and go finally open that yoga studio that you've been wanting to do or write your cookbook. Um, it's, it's when you do this that you are going to encounter something that he calls the resistance. And I love this because what it does is it takes all of those things, your unsupported parents, your friends telling you flat out to your face, uh, no, and that you're stupid for doing it and belittling you for even wanting to better yourself. Um, and there's reasons psychologically that they do that, but that, that's a whole nother conversation. But um, all of these things, um, financial setbacks, if you feel like you don't have time challenges, if you're tired, you know, if you're unmotivated, like all of these things, procrastination's a big one. They're called the resistance. And the great thing about the resistance and how you know if you needed more confirmation that you are a fucking powerful being, if you're not going outside and exploding clouds, um, which is a lot of fun, then what you can do, uh, you can do it with your mind. It's crazy. I've done a lot. I've shown a bunch of people how to do it, and they're just like, what the fuck? Anyway, um, but, you know, when you're not doing that, then um, what you do is you look at this thing called the resistance. First, you recognize it. 
and you go, you know, I don't need to be on Facebook for five hours today. Uh, right. I'm going to pick up my pen and I'm going to write, or I'm going to open my right. computer and listen yeah. to that writing seminar, you know, that I've been wanting to and learn more, or I'm going to go get a commission and paint, whatever. Um, and so whenever you look at it, you go, oh, that's the resistance. And then you just look at it and you go, fuck off resistance and off it fucks. It is the damnedest thing that once you just spot it for what it is, which is the resistance, these are all the little voices in your head that tell you, you can't. These are all the people in your life that uh, tell you that you're crazy if you want to do that and then it'll never work and you'll never amount to anything. That's all one thing and it's the resistance and the way that this works is you're here to be challenged again if you zoom out and you want to go with these really fun cool concepts and you're all that's here so therefore everything you encounter is for you because you're all that's here you wouldn't fuck yourself over you're doing this for you and so those people who are the resistance are part of your hero's journey they're part of your story they strengthen your resolve which is very important you gotta have the fucking chutzpah to be up till midnight working on this shit or to be exhausted or to spend your weekends doing this or to sink a bunch of money into it before you see a dime uh, you've got to be able to and willing to do that if it's what is required of you and what's required of everyone is different entirely but the one thing that remains the same you will succeed if you don't stop all the resistance is there to do is to make sure that this is what you really want and the more um challenging the endeavor in your mind because you're you create the spectrum of the resistance which is even more fucking weird uh then um that's what presents itself back to you and once you've overcome it you say fuck off resistance off it fucks then you you jump into this higher greater grander version of who you really are and it's beautiful now you know and i think too that uh when you so that that part right there there's like a little truth bomb and i hear these all the time in podcasts and the reason that i started this is because i used to listen to podcasts fucking maybe a decade ago i started and i would hear these little things and i wanted to share these with everybody but i didn't have any way to do it i i wanted to do something on facebook but i never actually sat down and did it and I had all these screenshots and I had all these notes about all this stuff that I wanted to share, but I never actually sat down and, and did it. There was always that resistance and that resistance was always um, bigger than, than my will to actually do what I wanted to do. But ever since, I, it was really right a little bit before COVID, me and Drew and my brother started recording podcasts and we really had the intent to, to put something out there, but that resistance, again, it was bigger than us. We had our lives, and really, we really didn't put in the effort that we needed to to make this podcast. But now, me and Drew, we're really we're gonna do this for sure. And you know, um, it would be nice to make money off of this, but for me, the real goal is just to talk to cool people and learn as much as I can. And like like that guy says, just do what you feel, and eventually the money will come. I don't know how, but we'll figure it out. So, Drew, what did you think about that little segment right there? I I definitely related to that. Uh, that relate, uh, resonated with me. Uh, just like Juan said, we've, uh, me and him, we've been friends for almost six, seven years, and it wasn't too long ago that we started meeting up every now and then, started turning to every month, every week. Um, that, you know, it wasn't too long ago that we started both conjoining to this idea of making a podcast so me and him have, have both um um uh we we both bonded over this passion of researching spreading truth spreading truth um reading research into this deep passion to, to to grasp and gather all of the knowledge we could find under the sun especially things that aren't within the mainstream um, one could argue it's because of the thrill of it, the, the mystery behind it. Um, but, but we just, um, it, it's really our passion to, 
to unveil the truth and, and seek that which isn't meant to be fined by certain people, systems in power that, that want us to be um, naive, that want us to be in the unknown. Why? Because we're more easily controlled, we're more easily deceived. And if we're more easily controlled and more easily deceived, it'll be a walk in the park for these people in power to lead us down into this rabbit hole, to, to lead us down into a, a path that, that ultimately leads to our demise, that ultimately leads to our enslavement, and not just us, but our families, friends, etc. You know, so I, I, um, I deeply resonated with what they said. Juan told me that, you know, he, um, he'll be being a guest on my podcast, but um, um, that segment right there deeply resonated with, with what we went through, um, talking about it but never doing it. Me and him loved the idea of making a podcast, so doing this type of work that we're doing right now, making a podcast and talking, we had no problem doing that. But, but but it's the work that we didn't, quote unquote, didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Go online and go on the computer. Me and him, uh, I don't think that we've ever been intelligent intelligent in that field. Or, or, or just me and him have never had expertise in that field of, you know, the whole technological side. His brother did, Eddie, but, you know, um, um, so me and him have never had any problems producing this content like like what we said in the first episode we have tons of episodes recorded on my phone and on his phone that aren't even published on his instagram account or off of our podcast so that is what we love to do but sometimes you got to do things that you don't want to do which is buy your laptop and go through the whole you know technological process of making the podcast building the website etc yeah. No, yeah, totally. And when you were talking about um, seeking and, and searching, it, it makes it reminds me of when I was a little kid, I was always searching for things. We would go to the pool and I would always find things like rings or earrings or money or yeah. just random stuff all the time. And I think that there's some of us out there that are just that kind of person who's always seeking, trying to figure something out because I don't like not knowing something. It eats at my brain when I can't figure out yeah. a song or, or a certain movie or, or a quote. I have to figure it out. I have to, clo- I have to have closure in a sense. And I feel a lot of people, they, they grow up in this world where they're indoctrinated and controlled that they don't want to seek. They're just accepting. They accept the passivity of just... Uh, conforming to whatever it is and not really seeking. So uh, the main purpose of this um, episode that I wanted to do was, I want to call it, um, arm yourself with knowledge. I've been thinking about this for a while because basically that's what my whole uh, Instagram account and this podcast and that QR code that I made, that's basically what it is. I'm trying to give y'all the tools that y'all need to go out of, for y'all yourselves to go and seek the knowledge and the truth. Don't take my word for it. Don't take Andrew's word for it. Don't take the news word for it. Go out of your own way and figure out yourself what the truth is. So I created a little outline that I want to go by for this podcast, and I want to start off sort of with saying again that ever since I was little, I had that yearning to seek and to find the mysterious and the unknown. And it all started when I was little. My dad would take us to the library, and I would run to that section of books, you know, that included aliens, Bigfoot, 
um, the paranormal, ghost, all that weird kind of woo-woo type of stuff. That, that was very interesting to me because it's something unknown. It's something mysterious. And a lot of humans biologically and instinctually are afraid of the unknown because they don't want to go into somewhere that they feel they don't have control or that they feel they can manipulate the environment or so on. They want to be able to um, have their stake and, and to move forward by their own will. So anyways, getting off topic, but anyways, I would, I would go and read that stuff. It really called to me. And that was, I think, around age eight or nine. And then I went into school. I was in school, and I remember the first time I saw, like, Egyptian hieroglyphs and uh, Egyptian statues. I was in third grade, I think. We had, um, we had some project to do something about Egypt. And I just looked at it, and it was immediately fascinating. It reminded me of alien type of stuff. It was just, I've never seen anything like that before. We claim to be so advanced but we don't have such beautiful architecture and, and knowledge of the death and, and of the, the underworld and what happens after we die. So anyways, it got onto all that. What about you, Drew? When you were little, were you always also seeking? Um, no, no, man. Um, um, I mean, it, to me, it, it really started with an acquaintance of mine, um, this whole pathway, this whole uh, researching, but I mean, sometimes that's really all you need is an idea, and it might not be authentic or a real or a righteous idea, but you know, sometimes all you really need is a spark, uh, you know, to be inspired. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah. One time I was hanging out with a few acquaintances, and they had brought up um, this this idea about how Hollywood isn't what it seems like. Um, how, hey, basically, why do all of these actors and actresses and, 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 and celebrities and just these notable icons, why do they always repeat the same things in interviews and the lyrical content, um, hand symbols, and so forth? So um, that night resonated with me. The next morning, I, I next years of my life I just started doing research on that and, and who knows because I don't keep in touch with them now but who knows if they're on the same path that I'm on so that's why I said it, sometimes they might not be authentic or they might not be deeply ingrained within the same content or the same type of ideas or, or the path that I want that I want to travel on but it was that spark that raised that that made me want to ask more more questions, and mm. that made me realize, hey, um, um, if I'm not questioning things, then how do I know? How how do I know deep down inside? How do I really know that what I'm being told, what I believe in? How do I know that it's not coming from 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 an in, innocent source? How do I know it's not propaganda, or it's or it's something that that I'm being compelled? Or deceived into believing, so that, so that right then and there, um, you know, and, and it start started off with the whole typical night, right? You know, in our early twenties, uh, we're at, at an acquaintance's apartment, drinking, smoking. We want to go out, um, so that right then, right then and there, in of itself, it, 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 it's not a really authentic source because, what, what. 
who would want to believe you whenever whenever you said okay yeah i was drinking and smoking i was chilling with friends who we were all just you know partying and just having a good time and they brought up hey man why does this music video why does this music star have this symbolism in this music video why do other people have that so a person who, who who really thinks in terms of that societal way not saying that that there's anything wrong with it i mean me, me for example i'm more likely to believe in a guy telling me something who who's wearing a white tie and who has shirt tucked in rather than a fucking bum <laughs> off the street with his hoodie on or whatever but then again that's not always the case that's not always the case you know so i totally get yeah my background yeah me and some acquaintances we were smoking and they just brought up the idea of hey andrew why do you think all of these symbolisms these hand gestures why why do you think they're all repeated in all of these music videos but th that led me deeper down this rabbit hole and that made me want to ask more questions and and stuff like that but that's not always the case not um, sometimes people wearing ties or who have their shirts tucked in um, metaphorically speaking of course their home their hair combed to the side sometimes they're just a scholar and you know academics but but um, that's what me and Juan question we question whether our academics whether our schooling system whether it's whether it's telling you real history, real knowledge, or if it's hiding some history for the favor of certain people in power. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think that that little thing alone that your friend showed you, that alone carries a lot of weight and has the potential yeah. to wake people up because a lot of people are so passive. Like, you could see the same, a bunch of different artists doing the same symbols, but they don't, yeah. they don't put it all together and say, well, that's so weird. Why do all these different artists from different countries all over the world, yeah, why do they all do this thing? And it's just that awareness. He planted that seed of, hey, yeah. look, pay attention to this. And, and that's what me and Juan just long to do, man. Like I said, you, know, you question us, you do your research on us, um, on what we talk about. And sometimes that's really all it takes is planting one seed that seed turns into an idea and so forth. Okay, perfect. So this is what I wanted to do on this episode. I want to plant a bunch of fucking seeds in y'all's brain and hopefully they sprout and y'all go out of y'all's own way and research this and figure out the truth because I'm going to give you the tools and you go out of your own way to do it. <clears throat> so I want to start off with saying that I've really been doing this research, I guess, since I was 10 years old, basically, seeking into the alternative and into the unknown. And... Um, it wasn't until I got into, actually funny story, I, I would read so much and research everything that my parents actually caught me doing drugs in quotation marks because I, they found that I had like, I had a couple books in my, in my closet. Um, one was about psychedelic drugs, the other one was about ancient cultures, and the other one was about shamanism. But it was the drug book that my parents were worried about. They were like, what the hell is this? What are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm just researching. I'm not doing anything yet. And I, if my son would have told me that, I would have been like, okay, well, at least he's seeking and looking, or looking about what he's going to put in his body. But anyways, I, I was researching how to do, um, how to seek and see the unknown, like the shamans all said, that they would see the other side and they would see the ancestral spirits. And I was into all this weird stuff, right? And then I started working 
<clears throat> at a machine shop. I worked nights, and it was so boring. I would listen to music on my headphones, and that was okay for a while. But after a while, I wanted to listen to something different. So I started listening to speeches. And I really like to listen to Martin Luther King. And uh, so, so uh, sorry, I should have told this from the beginning, but this podcast, y'all should listen to it while y'all are sitting down mm -hmm. and have notes and yeah. a pen and paper, and you can really take some notes because I'm going to be giving you a whole bunch of sources and things that you should look into. So let's start off with saying, yeah, I started listening to podcasts. I mean, I started listening to speeches. You should, you should really look into <clears throat> listening to speeches from Martin Luther King. Um, also, look for speeches from John F. Kennedy. There's one speech in particular that he talks about the global monolithic conspiracy that surrounds the whole world. And um, um, so I started listening to speeches, right? It was mostly MLK and JFK. But then um, I got into this one app. It's called um, A-Track. It was an app a long time ago. And it's, it was kind of like Pandora, but you put in all kinds of different things. You could put in rain, depressed, rock, and they would find playlists cont like containing all these search words. So I would put speeches, and it would start throwing me Martin Luther King, JFK, Terrence McKenna, and then that's how I started. That's how I heard about Joe Rogan. Um, in one speech segment, they put a Joe Rogan part, and he was talking about how we're humans and we're here to grow and evolve and, and to learn as much as we can. And I was like, damn, this is some cool stuff. Who is this dude? So I went out of my way and I looked to, to see who it was. I think it said like, it didn't even say it was Joe Rogan. It was just like a motivational speeches uh, remix. So I went and found out it was Joe Rogan and I got into the Joe Rogan podcast. And this was, I'm telling you about eight years ago. So this is how I got introduced into podcasts. And number one on this tool list that I want to give you all is podcasts because I feel podcasts have that potential mm -hmm. to get you to see alternative information in a palpable way. And it makes you feel like you're part of the conversation. One of the things that's very saddening about this type of research is you don't really have others to talk about it. I feel so blessed that I have Drew and a couple of other people that I can talk to about this stuff. But it's very hard to find these people and get together and talk about these things. But if you listen to a good podcast, you're essentially part of the room. You're, you're, near, you're, you're a fly on the wall. You can listen to all these different and strange ideas that you wouldn't have come across if it wasn't for the podcast. So I want to give you all my, my, some of the podcasts that I listen to um, that I use. I use the Overcast app on my iPhone. So um, first, it's in alphabetical order. I'm just going to give them to you in alphabetical order and give you like from one to five how good they are. Uh, first of all, do you have any podcasts you want to share? Uh, um, do you, which podcast do you listen to? Well, I mean, well, first and foremost, I, I, I think one of, one of the primary reasons that I support listening to podcasts, and not just podcasts, but, but content that's, that's independent, content that's alternative, because most of what we see and hear um, from the radio, newspapers, or on TV, um, one could argue, one could dispute whether it's coming from their own organic brain, their own consciousness, or, or if it's coming from content that they're compelled to, to verbalize, content that they have to talk about. I mean, in other words, 
are they following the script, the script that they're told to, to, to talk about, or is it coming from their own independent consciousness? And, and for me, from what I've gathered, from what I've researched, from what I've witnessed and experienced, it seems like independent content that doesn't coincide with mainstream narrative. It seems like it's turned down or it's, or it's blasphemed. Not blasphemy, but it's it's. Uh, it seems like we're being told to turn the other way. It seems like these people are are being called conspiracy theorists or whatever, um, doctors, um, people working in the medical field who have a different opinion about this current pandemic that we're going through. It seems like they're they're being turned the other way. Whereas other mainstream uh, doctors, or like Dr. Fauci, were constantly being fed what they're saying, but people who are sounding the alarm on their opinions on COVID-19, etc., or on vaccinations, or on other pharmaceutical stuff, it seems like they're not given the same rights, the same opportunity that mainstream people have. You know, so that's why. Uh, we support podcasts. That's why we support other content, alternative content. Because not all of it's correct or precise, right? Because alternative content comes from an own into, um, your own independent mind. But that's not to say that you know it's all correct. It's all um, accurate. Because that means anybody could go online and make something up, and 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 who knows if they're right. Mm -hmm. But that does also mean that they're using their own thinking as opposed to mainstream platforms um, we could dispute we could argue that hey we don't think it's coming from their own we don't think they're speaking their own mind they have that platform they have that job they have that position of power because they're willing to comply with the content that they have to verbalize towards the people but I mean to go back to what you're saying, bro, uh, in terms of podcast, um, um, I, I, you know, um, I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan with, with a skeptical eye, mm -hmm. but mainly I, I just I, I Google or or I um, type in a, a research on podcasts about philosophy, psychology, um, um, any red pill content that I could get my hands on, and. I listen to a few episodes that I like, and you know, if if it resonates or make or if it makes sense, or if it makes sense to me, then you know, I start listening to more and more stuff. But I listen to a lot of "Think Before You Sleep." Um, what is that about? Think before you sleep. Think before you sleep. Basically, this guy um, he he talks a lot about common sense, about being rational, being logical. Um, he speaks a lot about the feminist movement, um, about uh, liberalist, progressive propaganda, um, ideas that aren't that, that we could argue aren't necessarily built on common sense or rational, logical thinking, but they're built on this notion of of being open-minded, and sometimes being open-minded, you could go overboard with that, because. In other words, we're being open-minded guys, but about, but in regards to what we've been told 
since we've been growing up in school or often mainstream media. But being open-minded, you could also be going against biology or against science or nature. Yeah. You know, so um, uh, he, he talks a lot about that. Uh, who else? Um, uh, think Before You Sleep, um, Better right. Bachelor, uh, just d d other podcasts, man, that spread a lot of red pill content. Okay, well, I actually have a list of, of good approved podcasts that I would advise y'all to go seek out because these have helped me grow and understand a whole lot more about reality and just what, what we're doing here. So in alphabetical order again, what, this is a really good one. I'm sure y'all heard of Alan Watts. He has a podcast and, and they have a, like soundbite pieces of his speeches which I listen to in the mornings to help me start off the day in a good in a good way, you know, thinking alternatively and having an open mind and seeing things from different perspectives. Okay, coming up, I have um, Congressional Dish. It's a really badass uh, show. It's uh, Jennifer Brinney. Again, write this down. It's Congressional Dish. Basically, what she does is she does all the boring work and she reads through all like the um, state papers, all, all the li literature that Congress puts out, anything that has to do with actual documentation of what politicians are doing. She, she reads through it and she breaks it down and she tells you how they're fucking us, basically. It's a pretty good podcast. You should listen to it. Uh, another one of my favorites, uh, this is Five Star. I always listen to it. It's called Conspiracy Theories and Unpopular Culture by Isaac Weisopt. One of my favorite podcasts. This dude, I didn't even know, but I used to follow him on his website about 10 years ago. It's IlluminatiWatcher.com. IlluminatiWatcher.com. And this dude, I love this page because he would have super long threads about all kinds of topics like aliens, demons, the Illuminati, uh, Freemason symbology, a any kind of topic that you, that you might think of in this alternative, sorry, I have the hiccups. In this alternative um, um, research, he has awesome, awesome posts about. And so he also has his, his podcast where he does a lot of movie breakdowns and he, he reads a lot. He wrote a couple of books describing um, the symbolism that the Illuminati use. So go check him out for sure. And coming up next is the Cosmic Keys podcast. Uh, this podcast, uh, they do um, conspiracy stuff, current events. But the main thing that I like that they do is they do astrology readings. They read um, the astrology charts, and they tell you how it looks like this month it's going to be according to the stars. And it's very interesting because they're very spot on usually. Um, uh, one second. All right, this is cool. We can take a little pause. Um, Andrew had to take a piss. I had to hold his dick. Um, uh, anyways, uh, so we're doing the Cosmic Keys podcast. Again, watch it. This, I mean, go listen to it. They do real cool analysis about the current, current events. And they, they see it through the lens of astrology. Very, very fucking interesting. Okay, next is The Cosmic Matrix. This is another super badass podcast. It's a guy and his wife. And they explore various topics relating spirituality, um, psychology, esotericism, self-work, um, embodiment, relationships, the occult, hyperdimensional realities. Real weird, crazy stuff. But also, I have a bunch of uh, podcast snippets that I want to post from their show. Very, very interesting. And they even offer like a, a program to help like uh, achieve higher states of, of understanding and knowing of yourself. Very, very cool. Check them out. Uh, we also have Dangerous World Podcast, a fucking other badass podcast by Ryan Dean. Um, 
I, I heard him off of the Tinfoil Hat podcast, I believe. But um, he, he's this cool dude. He loves to drink beer. But uh, he, he has a really badass radio voice. I'm kind of jealous. Like, I like list, just listening to him talk. He could just be talking about random shit, but it's badass. Um, he talks about CIA and geopolitical affairs, anything. Uh, he has crazy randos. People come on and tell their crazy story. Um, but it's very interesting. Dangerous World Podcast. Give that one a listen. And um, this is Deplorable Nation. That's what we started off with earlier. Uh, it's Janet. And uh, she talks to anyone. Just me. She found me. I don't know how she heard about me. She said somebody mentioned me on a podcast, my Instagram page. And she sent me a, a DM and told me to hop on. And I was very surprised because I felt I had nothing to say. But she's the one who really gave me the motivation to, to go after this. Because she told me at the end we talked. And she said, I mean, you could really do this. You have a lot of good ideas, just find your voice and, and, and you can really do this. So I love you, Janet. Okay, next one, uh, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Um, y'all know, I think he made a, pot, an, a show on Netflix. Um, do you remember what it was called? But he had a really cool uh, show on Netflix that did so fucking good and it should have had a second season, but it was so, it spilled so much truth that they what actually look up Duncan Trussell. He had a show that was about like spirituality and like it was basically his podcast, but they animated certain parts of it and it was really cool. And like I said, it was supposed to have a second season, but the, the people in control noticed that this show was spilling too much truth that they decided not to let it happen. The Midnight Gospel? Yeah, The Midnight Gospel. Watch that show, dude. Fucking badass. Yeah, he was also on the Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's, he's one of his best friends. That's how I heard about him. Cool, cool. Yeah, so y'all check him out. Bam, Midnight Gospel. Okay, another one is Expanding Reality. Uh, this is Brandon Thomas in Expanding Reality. And um, he also just talks about alternative random stuff um, with a new insight and perspective on nature, the nature of reality. Very interesting. Please go listen to him. Another one of my favorite, top favorite. This guy was probably the first truther podcaster. This is a Freeman Fly, and he has this show called The Free Zone. You can go check his page out. Also, it's a badass page. He has blogs and, and reports on movies and all kinds of stuff at freemantv.com. Free, as in F-R-E-E, mantv.com. Go check him out. He has his documentary that I saw about 10 years ago that is about the logos of corporations and how they're actually um, ancient language or ancient words that they use or they have revived to get their company power or imbue it with with uh, spells, with spelling. It all has to do with ancient ancient words. Very interesting. You should go look it up. It's called um, con uh, Corporate Logos, Free Man Fly. Look that up on DuckDuckGo because you won't find it on YouTube if you search through there. Okay, uh, next we have Generation, Generation Z. This is a badass podcast. It's a news type of reporting style podcast where this guy, he comes on and he just gives you new segments about politics, science, entertainment, but all, again, through that lens of uh, the truth of community and seeing things for what they really are. Okay? Um, I hope you are taking notes, because if you all go listen to these, I promise you all will learn something. Next is the Great Deception Podcast, another badass podcast. This guy also just started, but he actually gave me a shout-out on his podcast, which I love, and I'm giving him a shout-out, too. Go listen to that podcast. The Great Deception Podcast. He basically just questions everything, and again, he's a real truther. 
that's trying to help others learn uh, what's really going on. Go check it out. Another one is Grimerica Outlawed and The Grimerica Show. They're both the same guys, but Grimerica Outlawed is more like... Um, more uh, too hot for TV type of stuff. They really talk about um, stuff that if you post it on Instagram or somewhere, you probably get taken down. Um, the Hidden Gateway is also another good one. Uh, some guy, he just has different people on also, and they talk about alternative stuff. Uh, he's like more Christian-like. He talks more about in terms of God uh, the, from the Christian perspective. Um, a num another, another five-star one, The Higher Side Chats. From Greg Carwood, he um, he's had the show for a long ass time too, and so many good episodes. Here, let me just tell you a couple of the episodes he has. He has um, healing the mind virus that plagues our world. Um, Edgar Casey, that guy who made that Coral Castle in Florida, supposedly he knew how to levitate heavy stones. Just random crazy alternative stuff. Also, please go listen to him. Jay's analysis super good ass podcast this guy's like a legit scholar who like graduated from college and um he uh he he reads all the books of the elites and like the one we talked about last time he's always talking about that one what was that book we read tragedy and hope he uh he, he breaks that book and he has a lot of movie symbolism breaks down he helped me understand how 007 is all a big propaganda for the cia and the the military industrial complex the Jimmy Dore Show, good-ass show. He's on YouTube. Uh, he's basically a political... He's a comedian, but he does political uh, segments, and he really... He's more of a conservative old type, but he, he's really pushing back against this whole COVID thing, and he's always backing Joe Rogan up. They're like best friends. They're both comedians, you know. Um, another one is Josh Monday, Christian and Conspiracy Podcast. Uh, another Christian guy that comes from the perspective of, of seeing the truth through the Christian perspective. And that's another thing, Drew. I don't know. Have you realized that a lot of truthers there, they turn Christian or they try to, they can explain what's really going on better through the Christian perspective? Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, to, me, uh, to me, I would just call it the, the, the realistic perspective because the Christian so-called Christian movement that we know today, Christianity that we know today, is, it's, um, I believe it's falsified, it's hijacked, it's, it's infiltrated. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that too. Yeah, so nowadays saying that word Christian is kind of like, well, I mean, you, you know, these are the people masquerading as light, but are at the very end of the day deceiving everybody. Um, so, um, to me, man, it's just basically learning the unfiltered, uncensored truth. Because nowadays, whenever you put a label on it, these labels are hijacked and, and modernized. And so now, whenever you call somebody conservative or a truther or a conspiracy theorist or QAnon or a Christian, the, the mainstream media already popularized these terms. And so there's a certain stigma attached to these terms. So now, whenever me and you say conservative or Christian, then people already discredit us or, or they already turn the other way because of these terms. They carry such a negative connotation with them. So now, man, to me, I mean, it's just being realistic, doing 
your, your research and, and coming to that unfiltered, unfiltered, uncensored truth of it all. Okay. I mean, I get, I get your point, but I like to listen to all types of uh, speakers just to get different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. But so far, the, these guys that I'm giving you, it's legit sources. Go check them out. But also be able to discern what's truth or not. Mm-hmm. So next we have uh, Lex, Lex Friedman podcast. He's a, one of Joe Rogan's best friends, super smart, technical guy. He went to MIT, but he has on real like engineering type of people. But he also has people like pushing back again against the COVID, and he has all kinds of random people. But very interesting. Just listening to them makes me feel smarter. So just go listen to that one. Another one is Logos Media. It used to be Gnostic Media, but they changed it. Another sort of Christian type of they go. They try to read things through the Bible perspective again. Um, another one, My Family Thinks I'm Crazy, another truther yeah. conspiracy type of podcast where he, it's basically the title tells you. <laughs> That's and, a pretty cool title. Yeah, I was it, about to say, like, man. My Family Thinks I'm Crazy because he, <laughs> he speaks the truth and, and he's trying to see what's behind the lies and all that stuff. He's actually the guy that books all the guests for the Sam Tripoli Tinfoil Hat podcast. So he's, he's a really cool guy. Another one, um, write this down, uh, part of the problem. It's a political type of podcast, and again, he's a comedian, but he comes off, again, from the very um, libertarian type of side. Just uh, get, let me do whatever I want to do, just get the government out of, out of my land and out of my, let me do what I want to do, basically. And it's real funny, and again, when you listen to this guy, he says he's going to run for president in 2024, We'll see what happens with that, but he's a real smart guy. I like listening to him because it makes me feel smarter. Another one um, that I kept hearing a lot about, but I never really got into it, is the Peace Revolution podcast. And it's basically a podcast. uh, Here, I'll I'll read you the description. Uh, Peace is the way. The revolution is between your ears. Recontextualizing history, one episode at a time. Peace Revolution is a self-study curriculum Produced by TragedyandHope.com and funded by the subscribers of the Tragedy and Hope online research. So right there, Tragedy and Hope, you know, they, they know how the elite think and what their plans are. And they basically put out like report style podcasts telling you what's going on. And they're giving you information for you to think about, but they're not telling you how to think, which I love. Another one, the Psychedelic Salon, is just, if, if you're into psychedelics, this is a really good one. They have a lot of speeches from Terrence McKenna, Ron Doss on there. Another one is Red Pilled America, a really good podcast, very well produced. It's kind of like a TV show, but for your head. Um, they do weekly storytellings. Uh, one of my favorite episodes from them was they did the breakdown of how CNN got started. And it's very interesting how before, in the 70s, there wasn't a 24-hour news cycle. But one time, a little girl, I think she was two or three years old, she fell down a well. And CNN came and recorded and reported on the whole, on, on the whole situation. So they basically created 24-hour uh, news cycle. But it's, they, the way that this show talks about it is they, they explain that they sensationalized the news and they made it more of an entertainment style. So this is how they kind of became mainstream and now how everybody just follows what CNN says. But I think more and more people are realizing that they're just a bunch of fake liars. Okay, next is Shadow Band Podcast. I just got into this one. It was another one that was referred by, um, I think, Dangerous World Pod. Really good one. Check them out. Um, 
I'm just going to read these. All of these are really good, okay? So just write them down and go check them out. The Occult Rejects. They had a really good podcast about uh, the Whore of Babylon. Um, Third Eye Drops. Really good podcast. Uh, <laughs> Those Conspiracy Guys. This is a really good one. They have like four-hour, six-hour-long podcast about a certain topic. So it's really, really cool. Um, Tinfoil Hat. That's like my favorite podcast. You have to go listen to that one. Uncle Joy's Joint. That's uh, Joy Coco Diaz. He's a comedian. He's hilarious. Very motivational. Um, he tells his story because he used to be like a, a deadbeat cokehead and just fucking his whole life up. And um, he basically tells you how he changed. And now he's like a good, upstanding citizen. And he does comedy. And he wants to help people who are, who are stuck in addiction to, to recover. Okay. The Union of the Unwanted. That's kind of like a podcast where they have different podcast guys meet. And they have the Union of the Unwanted. Basically a whole bunch of people who nobody wants to listen to. And they just shoot the shit, talk about conspiracies. Go listen to it. Um, okay, this one you have to listen to. This is the one that gave me a black belt in conspiracy theorist. Okay, it's called "What on Earth is Happening." This guy. Yeah, you, you told me about that. This, yeah, I've learned, I've listened to this a long yeah. time ago. But they, foil hat and what on earth is happening? Yeah, those are the, my favorite ones. <laughs> what on earth is happening? Is this guy Mark Passio? Go look him up. He has a bunch of lectures on YouTube. Mark Passio. P-A-S-S-I-O. He has like eight-hour lectures on YouTube. But this guy went out of his way, and he starts from the beginning. His first episode is basically... Let me see. I'm going to go back. His first episode, it talks about just realizing that there's something wrong in the world, like what's going on. And then he goes into the language, into how language has been manipulated, into how colors have been manipulated into how every aspect of your life has been manipulated to keep you from the truth. And he basically, if you're a normie or you know a normie and you're trying to get them to wake up, try and get them to listen to this podcast from the beginning and it'll break their mind in a good way. Okay, um, another one that I just got into is uh, Where's My Mind? Is this author Mark Gober? Gober, I think. I don't know how to say it, but I heard him on Tinfoil Hat and with that first episode he was on, I loved him, and I went to go subscribe to his podcast. I haven't even listened to any, but just listening to him on Tim Foil Hat, I know I'm going to love it. And here's just a funny, ridiculous one. Is This is your mom's house. It's Tom Segura. It's a comedy podcast. But because I listen to so much truth or shit, sometimes it gets dark. I'll listen to this once in a while to, like, to like break the ice, to, to make it chill. Uh, another good one is Zero by Sam Tripoli, Tripoli, sorry. This is the same guy from Tinfoil Hat. This is basically his spiritual podcast. And I have so many more, but I'll read this list later. I want to hear from you, Drew, because I asked Drew to also write some notes about giving y'all the tools to go and learn yourselves, and I told him to, to write down some books that are essential for us to, to read and help it'll help us get a better understanding. So what are the, some of the books, uh, Andrew? That so, so, so other than the podcasts that I listen to, which are sporadic, um, but you know, I got a note that Juan always told me about uh, Tinfoil Hat and what on earth is happening. And you know, he's always told me, hey man, download this app to, to listen to podcasts. And you know, whenever you are driving, instead of you know, head, head banging to your classic rock or hard rock man, you know, uh, you know, you, you Man, man, bro, you, you, you got to have these on. They'll only 
uh, expand your awareness. Um, so I'm kind of sporadic in podcasts, but in terms of books, um, what, one of my favorites of all time is Behold a Pale Horse by, uh, by William Cooper. Uh, William Cooper, he was, um, um, he was, um, Big Truther. Yeah, and, and, and he, he was, uh, he had a really high ranking position in the Navy. Um, and I guess basically what the book is about is he, he uses his position in the Navy, in the Navy to expose truth or what he's learned. Um, some argue that, that he was the guy that predicted 9-11 before it happened or uh, he had claimed that 9-11 was going to be blamed on Osama bin Laden. Uh, but so yeah, Willem Cooper, that book, and within that book, Behold a Pell Horse, he also uh, encrypted, he also has the book that uh, really, really was an eye-opener for me, um, The Protocols of the Wise Men of Zion. Um, so that book, that those pages are in within William Cooper's Behold a Pell Horse, uh, so that that book really woke me up. That book really gave me a lot of the awareness, the questions that I have now. Uh, one book that I'm skimming through right now is um, "Everything That You Need to Know But I've Never Been Told" by David Icke. Um, um, a few other books that I've read: "Rule by Secrecy" by Jim Morris. Um, every now and then, I go to library. Uh, most. Mostly Barnes and Noble. Well, all the time Barnes and Noble. Other uh, government-oriented libraries, I, I get really bored. Um, but I guess Barnes and Noble is more hip, you know. So it's kind of I don't know. It's more cool. But yeah, so I go there a lot, and, and, and I just peek at the philosophy sections, government sections, history, religion, psychology, and so forth. Um, but. But for, for this David Icke book, the book that I'm skimming through right now, um, I remember listening, uh, so a podcast that I'm really, that I listen to more than any other podcast, well, it's not a podcast, uh, uh, he's on YouTube, uh, KJ Osborne, the scariest movie ever, that's like my most, what, what's, what on earth is happening is to one, or uh, tinfoil hat is to one, that's what the scariest movie ever. Or, it's a uh, channel on YouTube, the yeah. scariest movie ever. It's pretty good. I like it too. Yeah, and, and KJ Osborne, or, um, or, or yeah, what's happening? What? Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, and, uh, anyways, he did two videos on David Icke. Um, David Icke exposed, um, talking about David Icke and stuff. And I guess from this book, as with any other content in life, man, you gotta use your, your discernment, your brain. Um, because sometimes it takes 90% of truth, but only that 10% of lies to steer you mm -hmm. and to deter you away from the path, from the ultimate truth. Sometimes that's all it really takes is only 10% of, of deception to ultimately deter you away. You know, so with David Icke, I've always been skeptical about him because of his whole, um, you know, the whole reptilian thing. Um, but also because of it's the whole Ayu, uh, I forgot what it's called, Ayu Husaka voice that he talks to or, you know, another spirit guide that he listens to. And I've never been fond, 
I've never really believed in that. I mean, I believe that that exists, but I don't believe in channeling or talking to another energy or entity out there. So, um, but in that book, um, he does present a lot of truth, but I do watch it with a keen skeptical eye because simply because of that, you know, um, his belief in talking to spirits to give him wisdom and so forth like that. And again, the scariest movie ever by K.J. Osborne, he does two videos where, where he exposes him or, you know, where he talks about whether he's a road truther or not. And so with, with all of this content, um, with everything you read, listen to, or watch, you know, you gotta have a keen eye, a skeptical eye, because um, a lot of things are really subtle. A lot of things are really masqueraded as light, or they're really, really ultrally manipulated. So it takes a really organic, keen consciousness, um, a, a, a mind of discernment to really discern the truth. Um, but those are one of the books um, that I have read that I take, I mean, these two books that I have right now, they're all beaten up on highlighted pages, folded and stuff like that. Come stains on it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just just other info out there that's really helped me out and and you know really expanded my my ability to ask questions and to think outside of the box. I have a couple of other books that I just thought of at the top of my head that you need to check out. Uh, I'm sure all of y'all know, but if you can get give these books to somebody else, maybe it'll get them to think differently. Of of course, everybody knows 1984. Yeah, George Orwell, yeah. read that book. Um, he has another book called Animal Farm. Um, he talks about how politicians are basically like animals in a farm. It's real interesting. I don't want to. I don't want to give it away. But read it, Animal Farm by George Orwell. Another one, Brave New World. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you heard of it. It's another one by Aldous Huxley. Real smart dude. Um, he has another book that I can't remember right now. But Aldous Huxley also read about him. He's a real interesting guy. Um, and there was another one, Fahrenheit 451. It's another book that's about how in the future they're going to erase the history. They're going to burn the books. They're going to take away the knowledge from people so that way they don't have a way to think, uh, to, to oppose the government and to yeah. live in freedom. Real important book to read. Let me think if I can think of any. Morals and Dogma. Um, that one helps you understand the symbolism of the occult and stuff. And again, occult is not evil or satanic. It just means hidden. Mm -hmm. So uh, morals and dogma is a good one. Um, we'll do another episode on just books, so, but, but let's continue going. Um, speakers that you need to listen to, again, Terrence McKenna is the main reason I started this podcast. Go listen to him on, on YouTube. He has hours and hours of lectures. Real good guy. Another one you have to, have to go look up is... Altian Childs, I'm going to spell it, A-L-T-I-Y-A-N Childs. Now, this is an Australian uh, rock singer. Imagine Kings of Leon here in America. He was like that in Australia. He was so big, but he left the industry because he realized how it was all Freemasonic type of shit. He made a five-hour video that's a must-watch. Go look for him on DuckDuckGo, because if you try to search through YouTube, you only get his music videos and his performances. But look up Altian Child's Freemasonry on DuckDuckGo, and you'll get this five-hour video that breaks down everything about Freemasonry. 
Very good video. You have to watch it or share it with somebody. Another good speaker is Santos, Santos Bonacci. I'm going to spell it. S-A-N-T-O-S Bonacci. He's Italian. B-O-N-A-C-C-I. Now, this guy, I love him because he, he, tell, he talks about how we're basically living under maritime law, how we're, we're all operating under the law of the sea. And he describes how, I think, in 1666, uh, one of the popes signed a contract saying that all humans are essentially dead and that we have to claim our, 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 our being alive to be able to have actual rights. Real interesting and very complicated, but go look him up. He has a bunch of good lectures on um, on YouTube. Santos Bonacci. He like he has got, he goes to court and he basically explains how all this law is it doesn't apply to him because he's his own sovereign citizen. And it's not like that thing that people talk about how when they get pulled over by driving they say I'm traveling, not driving. It's none of that stuff. It's real legit stuff about how to become a sovereign citizen and unplug from the from the matrix that you're tied to with your birth certificate. Real interesting shit. Santos Bonacci. Again, I know you've probably heard of Jordan Peterson. He's a real good guy. He's a scholar that um, he basically talks about how he looks at history and he sees how the worst things have, have ever happened. Like, for example, the Hitler movement and all the communist movement and all the, the dictators that had come and killed a bunch of people. And he talks about how it's happening right now. History is repeating itself. Another one is Dr. Robert Malone. I'm sure you heard of him on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's the guy that came up with the mRNA uh, vaccine technology. And he's coming out saying how it's all bullshit to not, to not take him. Another one is Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor. Uh, he, like, he's a real motivational guy. Uh, he gets you to like, really look at your life and to steer it. One of the things he always mentions that's, that stuck with me is that we are all our own ship. And a ship, yeah, it can flow and it can navigate the seas, but if you don't have a path and a plan, it can end up anywhere. But a ship that's well-managed and well-staffed and it has a goal, it, it can land anywhere that it wants, that it's determined to. Okay, uh, Bruce Lee, another cool guy, like listen to him speak. He talks a lot, of, a lot in parables, kind of. A lot of sort of ancient type of simple knowledge, but very profound. Uh, Muhammad Ali, the boxer, he's a real cool, real smart guy. Um, he has a lot of cool ideas. Odd uh, TV, he's on YouTube. He just does a bunch of documentaries basically about flat earth. I don't know if you believe in flat earth. I don't know if I do. It's just very interesting. Look into it and it'll, it'll blow your mind. Uh, Woodward TV. He's a guy on, on YouTube, wood, word, like wood, like from trees, wood, word, W-O-O-D-W-A-R-D TV. He does a bunch of great videos on YouTube exploring all type of topics. My favorite one from him was one about him describing how the aliens are actually fallen angels or, or the, um, the giants that the Bible talks about. Real interesting shit. Bill Cooper, what, what did you, we kind of just talked about Bill Cooper, right? Yeah. Uh, but Bill Cooper, one interesting thing about him is he was murdered by the FBI. Um, go look into it. Supposedly, cops went to his neighborhood or to his house because there was supposedly an intrusion, but they shot him, I think, or he had a heart attack. I, I don't know. Don't quote me. Go look it up. Uh, David Icke, um, 
He's I think he's the guy that talks about um Yeah, I mean, he's with the whole reptilian. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that kind of yeah. throws me off uh, about him, but um another good one, Jordan Maxwell, real good scholar. I'm sure you've seen him or heard his voice on, on songs or or things about questioning what's going on. Uh Dr. Bruce Lipton, he's like a, a real doctor. He's an epidemi- he talks about epigenetics and how our genes and our DNA can change according to the environment. So he's he's on the whole path of empowering people into saying that you can adapt and overcome anything. Um, Stanley Mayer, a real interesting guy because he's the guy who created the water engine car. Yes, they actually invented a car that runs on water. Um, look him up because he was actually murdered too. And he was a real big Christian. On the car he made that runs on water, he put uh, Jesus is the way or something like that. But I feel not, not only did they kill him because he created an a energy-independent car, but because he was pushing Christianity a lot too. Okay, uh, I feel like I'm talking a lot. you have anything to say, Drew? Um, no, no. I mean, there again, uh, again, it's all about the content. It's all about doing your own research on things. Um, we have a brain, we have a mind for a reason. So don't let that go to waste. Don't preoccupy it. Don't entertain it with garbage, um, whether in the form of music or, or I mean, I mean content. That's that's um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we have a mind, we have a brain for a reason, and uh, we ought to exercise it. It's mental facilities, it, it's logical mm-hmm. faculties, uh, because nowadays it seems like the TV or the radio is thinking for us. And so we're not being taught how to think, we're being taught what to think. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of times we don't even know that. Yeah. Um, we don't even know that we're, that, that are. Even our deeply held opinions and beliefs about things, we don't even know that they're influenced from some external source out there that may or may not have our best interests at heart. You know, um, a, a lot of my morals are influenced from my parents, but I can't completely trust my parents, you know, manners and, and just, you know, how to grow up and be an adult, be a man, stuff like that. But other opinions and beliefs and ideas coming from entities that, that we've never heard of, from directors and producers and people h- higher up this whole pyramid. We don't know anything about them and we don't know if they have their best, our best interests at heart. So that's why it's always essential to question what, what you've been told, question what you hear and see. Um, that way you, you come to your own self-derived opinion instead of relying on content from any other source out there Mm -hmm. yeah true so all these sources i'm giving you yeah go check them out but have that ability to discern Mm -hmm. what's real or not because i heard it said something along the lines that a liar can lie but a liar who who embellishes his lies with truth is a master craftsman of destruction you know when when you when you sprinkle little truths you have people chasing you and, and and you can feed them lies and they'll just gobble it up. And, and, and you get people hooked on you, man. Mm-hmm. So they stop questioning you. And then you lower their guard down. 
a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So we've been going for an hour now, Drew. You want to keep going or or what? Um, what woman? Uh, what else do we? Uh, I still have a bunch of shit. We could probably do a whole other podcast. But let, I actually want to close. You want to keep going or what? Um, well, well, man, I mean, do we, do we have anything else noteworthy? Yeah, I have like all of this audience? stuff. I have a whole bunch of notes on people um, because I also want to, I want to share with y'all some artists that I feel are good for waking y'all up. Um, I have Instagram accounts that I think y'all should go follow, but again, tread carefully. Um, I have documentaries that I want y'all to check out, but, uh, I guess we'll start closing it cause I want to close it with this story. It's, it's about my childhood, and, and I want to see, hopefully, it, it ties everything together with this idea that, that I'm voting for all of y'all. So, growing up, I played a lot of soccer, right? My, my dad always pushed me into soccer. He was always um, motivating me to watch the games, to play, to practice, and he did it so much that eventually I got tired of it. But while I was really enjoying soccer, our, de- our team did pretty good, and we, went, we were invited to go join this friendly tournament. And um, so we went, and we were playing. We did okay, but we, we lost. I think we actually came in second place. And I wasn't, I mean, I didn't really care. I was already getting to the point where I was getting tired of it. But they gave us these, um, these jerseys, like these official, uh, the, the soccer team from Mexico, the international team, they gave us their official jerseys. And everyone on the team was like, oh, man, shit, hell yeah. But they only gave us two. So we were all wondering who was going to get it, right? So, let me see right here. I wrote, I wrote a little bit of this down. So, everyone was salivating, wondering who was going to keep the jerseys. And, and the coaches, um, they gave us a little pep talk, sort of yelling at us because we were all, because we didn't win, and it was just a friendly tournament. But uh, the, main, the main team got tickets to go see um, a game at a stadium. So, that was better, but we, we wanted the jerseys. So, anyways... The coaches decided that they were going to vote to see who got the jerseys, right? So they set us down at the bleachers, and they, they got their tally sheets, and, and they're saying, okay, we're all going to vote for each one to see who gets the jersey. And um, they call out the first guy, his name, and, and every, whoever wants to vote for him raises his hand, right? And he was my friend, of course, and my teammate, so I voted for him, right? And only a couple of other people voted for him. And I was like, what? It's kind of weird. Why don't y'all all vote for y'all buddy? But anyways, they go on to the second guy and the third and so on. And without realizing, I, I was voting for every single one of my teammates because they're my teammates. They're part of my team. I want them to, to, to win. I want them to do good. And so eventually it got to me, and it was time for them to vote for me. And only a couple of my buddies voted for me, you know, and I was like, what the fuck? I voted for all of y'all. What, why? And I kind of, I in my head, I was kind of like a tactic to get everyone to vote for me. But I really did want everyone. I wish everyone could have that shirt, but it was only two of them, right? So we keep voting, whatever, and it comes to a finish. And again, I think it was my friend Gerardo. He, he won the shirt. So they call him up and they say, here, Gerardo, the shirt's yours. And everyone is like, oh, man, like angry, sort of, which was surprising. Anyways, um, so he wins it and he puts it on and he's trying it on and shit. And um, we're all anxiously waiting for, for, for them to start voting again to see who wins the second one. And the, the coaches actually stop and they talk to each other, sort of whispering to each other, saying, whatever. And they turn around, 
and they said, um, sorry here, they said um, that they were going to give the second winner, that they were going to give the jersey to me, to Juan, because he was the only one who voted for every single one of y'all, and most of y'all didn't return the favor. And y'all let this shirt divide all of y'all, even though you're a team. And though they were all quiet, I could feel their weird angle, anger coming from them. You know, I could feel that they were kind of like looking at me sideways like this motherfucker. And it, it was sad because I saw how everyone got sad over that. But I didn't want them to be sad. I wanted all, all of us to, to be happy. So, so I said, you know what, guys, I don't even really want it. So I kind of threw it like, like the bride throws a bouquet at a wedding. You know, I, I turned around and I threw the shirt to see whoever caught it. And I forgot who caught it, but I don't know. I just felt like telling that story because I'm voting for all of y'all, too. All of y'all are my brothers and my sisters. I want all of y'all to win. I want all of y'all to, to empower yourselves and to arm yourself with the knowledge to succeed and to, to see behind the veil and to not get used by the system. Unplug. I'm voting for you, okay? So, again, all this info is for, for y'all to, to grow, and y'all have to go out of your own way and, and do the work and do the research. So I want to thank y'all for listening. Any closing remarks you have, Drew? Anything that? Uh, no, no. Like I said, we, we, we presented what we listened to, what has inspired us. And so uh, we, we hope this podcast inspires all of you. And again, it's like what, what me and Juan talk about, man. It's all about coming to your own uh, re uh, revelation, your own realization. and. Um, uh, asking questions, use that brain, use that mind, think for yourself, and, and don't follow the herd. Okay, awesome. So I think we're going to have to do a part two because we still also have a whole bunch of sources that I want to give y'all. But uh, again, last time I realized that I didn't, when I ended the podcast, I ended with a song, but I didn't explain how it pertained to, to the episode. But again, the song was by David Bowie, A Better Future. And I wanted you to see it from the angle that the person singing it was, was talking to the government, saying, hey, I want a better future. Or I might stop loving you and serving you and, and doing what you tell me. It's kind of, I, I see it from the revolutionary perspective of, hey, what you're doing is wrong. I want a better future for me, for my children, for, for our neighbors. So I'll see it through that way. And the song that I want to play for you all today is by one of my top favorite bands, Interpol. And they have this song called Wrecking Ball. And this is the thing I love about music, because you can listen to music and add your own message or, or see it through your own perspective in what you're going on in your life at the moment. So I wanted to play this song in terms of, I want to be the wrecking ball that came in and, or, or gave you the information to, to break everything apart, to change how you see things. Or hopefully you could be that person for somebody else, like somebody was for Drew. Somebody helped him yeah. to see the symbols that were in the music videos and all that kind of stuff. Maybe any, any of this information that I give you, you can use and share it with somebody and be that wrecking ball that, that changes everything. So again, this is Interpol Wrecking Ball. No, my
Peace.